Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Now, if, like me, you're a fan of food and beer and love trying new things, then you'll love some of the many street food festivals springing up all over the country. They include the Big Grill Festival in Dublin starting tomorrow, which is sponsored by the Franciscan Well Brewery in Cork. It's one of the many international brands owned and distributed by the American brewing giants Molson Coors which also owns Miller and Coors Beer. Laura Lee is the head of Molson Coors here in Ireland and is sitting in front of me. Good morning, Laura. Morning, Joe. Great to be here. Tell us a little bit about Molson Coors. It is a giant company, but, you know, obviously we have our own giant brewing business here in Ireland. So tell us about what Molson Coors does. Yeah, so we are a really big global business. So we've got around about 16,000 employees, 40 production sites dotted around the globe and a real history of creating, developing, marketing some pretty iconic beer brands over the years. So some of those date back to the 1700s. So we've been at it for quite a long time. Yeah, I guess in terms of where your listeners would know us from, probably more about the brands actually that they're picking up in the supermarkets mm. or they're enjoying on a night out. So brands like Carling, which is the number one kind of every everyday lager here in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Coors, which is a bit of a legend I of think Heineken brand. might disagree about that. Yeah, but anyway, go on. <laughs> and obviously Heineken distribute Coors for yeah, us here yeah. in Republic of Ireland, do an amazing job with it as well. So that's a big brand of ours. Franciscan Well that you've mentioned, which is a much-loved Irish craft brand brewed over in Cork. Mm. And our rising star Madri, which people probably are seeing out and about as they're going. I'm um, seeing a lot more of uh, yes, Madri indeed. Yeah. They're trying to obviously get into that, you know, that market for, you know, for San Miguel and all, all that kind yeah. of market. Um, uh, why did you buy Franciscan Well out of curiosity? It's a small craft beer down in Cork, but uh, it's, you're now kind of beefing it up. We are beefing it up. I mean, it's a brilliant brand. It's celebrating its 25th birthday this year. So it's a, a really big event. So if anyone is at the Big Grill, please come and say happy birthday and enjoy enjoy a beer with us uh, at the weekend. But it's a great brand and I think it's got a great following in Ireland. It's strong both in the off-trade and in the on-trade. Uh, and actually, we really wanted something that connected with the Irish consumer. So it's been really popular. We've got some new products coming through. So we've got Well Hazy, which is the latest variant alongside Rebel Red and Chieftain. So it's got a bit of new life breathing into it as well as the big established favourites. So, mm. yeah, it's a lovely brand and a great team of people in Cork producing it. Is there it. such thing as beer snobbery, Laura, would you say? <laughs> uh, no, seriously. I'm, I mean, some people say it has to be obscure. It has to be a craft <laughs> beer so for, for a beer to be cool. And you can't possibly drink mass-produced uh, beer. I think consumer ch- tastes have really changed, particularly since the pandemic. That so is so diplomatic. <laughs> been a real rise. Is there snobbery amongst I'm beer I'm not purists? sure it's snobbery. I think it's people like what they like, don't they? And I think people are much more willing to part with their money to try something new these days than mm-hmm. perhaps they would have been in the past. So you're seeing a real rise in the world beers, like Madri we talked about, mm. but also in those craft beers as well. You only have to go into any outlet here in Dublin and you'll be kind of overwhelmed probably with choice, actually. Is that because of the, the ownership of pubs is different than it would be in the UK? and in, in the UK and many continental places, you've got a very limited number of beers because it's a tied house for whatever contractual reason. Whereas you can walk into a Dublin, Cork, Limerick pub and you can see potentially 20 or or more beers on tap. You can. I think it's much more about consumer choice over here. I think publicans are brilliant at catering to that and want to make sure that they've got that wide range, they've got something for everybody. Mm. And I think as those tastes change, you need to be able to move with that. So be it well beers and trying to actually kind of give a premium offering, something different to people. We know that people are prepared to kind of take a chance, pay a little bit more, treat themselves to something different now. Did you guys have to raise your prices last year when your input costs started rising? 
Yeah, like every business, we've had to raise our prices. I think that's a real balancing act, though. You know, I don't think there's a business out there that's not really deliberated over that choice, though, because mm. what you want to do is really be able to support your customers through that. And we've done that. You know, the hospitality industry is to be cherished and nurtured, mm. but we have got a business to protect, too. Yeah. So what we've tried to do is delay those prices as long, increases as long as possible, stagger them. And actually, when we have put them through, make sure we're putting through the appropriate added value for a publican mm. so that they're getting something back, because it's really important important to give something back to do that so how do we as a as a and how do you how do you give added value driving traffic into a consumer a customer's outlet you know is that above the line advertising that does that it might be above the line but it might also be in terms of digital vouchering it might be in terms of events you know we know that people and consumers are looking now for more than just a drink out they want a drink a food an experience offering Mm -hmm. you mentioned the big grill earlier that's a classic example so how do we help licensees with that in terms of advice in terms of taking events and experiences into their outlets so if we're putting up prices we need to make sure that we're also investing in their businesses and making sure that we're setting them up to attract consumers in. And um, do you worry that younger generations are drinking far less alcohol, uh, whether it's beer or spirits, um, than, for example, my generation? Not worrying about it. I mean, That's potentially future consumers going out the door. Yeah, but we have a wide range in our portfolio. So that could be alcoholic beers, but it could equally be non-alcoholic variants. It might be spirits and non-alcoholic spirits. There's something in our portfolio for everybody. And I think that's really important, actually, that you, as a, as a supplier, you're really ready for that. Mm. So you've got something that can appeal to all those tastes. Now, I have to talk to you about uh, an article in the Sun newspaper today. The Molson Coors are ditching the CV. Absolutely. Tell us more about that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's great. I think as a anyone that's recruited anybody in the street, you, you see CVs land in front of you and you automatically form a perception about the individual that you're going to get or is going to walk through the door if you call them in for interview. I think this takes all of that away and it really encourages all of us just to challenge our own perceptions and biases around what we need. So for certainly for entry-level sales roles, I think in the past as an employer, we would have gone in expecting a degree, a certain level of experience. Actually, what you really want is somebody who's got the personality, the ability to connect with a customer and a consumer. It's far more important. So I think ditching the CV encourages to really focus on the individual and what they bring to the party. So you want them to to send you in videos of themselves? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. But I'm guessing you won't ditch a CV when you're talking very senior roles, like a a director of some description. Yeah, there's always going to be roles where you need a certain level of experience. But actually, if it encourages all of us to take a chance and to be more accepting and welcoming of different people coming through the door they're the leaders of the future so if we can bring some different talent in on those entry-level roles actually that's brilliant for our business and you get a business you get a business that's then built on people that are much more diverse probably much more connected with the consumers and the younger consumers you were talking to earlier mm. and can really represent their tastes and the things that they're going through so i think it's i think it's brilliant actually really excited to well, see it come to Ireland. well let's see if the if if the death of the cv is a bit <laughs> premature but uh, <laughs> Good luck with that and good luck at the the weekend. That's Laura Lee, the head of Molson Coors here in Ireland. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.